Health insurer Anthem Inc. recently revealed that it was the target of a hacker attack that exposed a database containing personal information of 80 million current and former health plan members. While details of the breach are still under investigation, it has the potential to be the largest health data breach ever in the U.S. So what important lessons should healthcare sector organizations learn from the Anthem breach? I'm Marianne Kobasak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with security expert Lisa Gallagher, Vice President of Technology Solutions at the Healthcare Information and Management Systems Society, or HIMSS. Lisa will be discussing with us the significance of the Anthem breach and what the healthcare sector needs to learn from this incident. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Marianne. Happy to be with you this morning. Thank you for joining us. Now, details of the Anthem breach are still evolving, but what do you think is most significant about this hacking incident so far? Well, there are a number of significant aspects. The number of records that were breached, I think the number is around 80 million, is is the largest breach that we've seen in the healthcare sector. Also, it is coming out that perhaps this is, you know, another advanced persistent threat attack from someone external to the United States. Those facts are not known yet, but those are significant as far as the important aspects of the attack. So now, last summer, Community Health Systems was also breached by hackers, and that incident affected 4.5 million individuals, and at that time was the biggest hacking incident until this anthem breach. Why is the healthcare sector increasingly becoming a target for hackers? There are several reasons. First of all, we have very rich data sets that are of interest to cyber criminals of all kinds. And so the data could be targeted for things like financial identity theft, medical identity theft, could be targets of organized crime, hacktivists, hobbyists, and even nation-state actors such as what we saw with the community health systems attack. So they're rich data sets and sort of all in one place. And when you put in place an advanced persistent threat, which means they keep trying to get into the network till they get what they want, sort of all comes together as a good target. So now, Lisa, you mentioned that all this data appears to have been in a single database. At least that's what the early information seems to be from Anthem. Should healthcare companies keep data on so many customers in a single database? And how long should data like that typically be stored, particularly when it also contains former customers' information? I'm not clear on exactly what happened here. I saw one report that said multiple Anthem systems were attacked and another that said it was all in one place. I'm not sure of what exactly happened. The important thing is to understand where your data assets are and how they're being protected. And so simple things like encryption of the information could help to protect against these kinds of attacks. And, and really, that's the most important thing. Where is the data being stored? How is it being sent around internally? And how is it protected? And then you, you sort of match those protections against the types of attacks that you're anticipating or seeing. But of course, with data in storage, encryption is a good solution. So it, I, I think it's, it's not as significant as it's all stored in one place. It's really, where is it? Do you have a complete inventory of that data? And then can you protect it using common security mechanisms, such as encryption? 
Now, what do you think are the key security vulnerabilities in the healthcare sector generally when it comes to hacker attacks like this? What are organizations failing to do or perhaps not doing as well as they should? A couple of things are going on. You know, healthcare organizations are doing security, but for years we have had more of a focus on compliance aspects, so compliance with relevant law, regulation, and program requirements, where we have to do comprehensive security across the enterprise, and we have to document that and be able to prove that we're doing it. Here, I think we need to get to the next level of sophistication in the types of analyses that we need to be doing, such as ongoing security risk assessment. So they need to be monitoring available threat and vulnerability information, sharing information with their peers in a meaningful way, focusing on utilizing detection tools, network monitoring tools, doing fuller forensic analysis, and then also completing the risk analysis cycle, if you will, by doing post-analysis on any kind of breach or even suspicious network activity. And then finally, understanding the current set of threat actors and their motivations, trying to understand what they're after and why, and then how to protect against that. So really, it's getting to a fuller and more sophisticated, complete risk analysis cycle and additional depth in the focus on cyber security. So this is going to take a concerted effort, a focused effort in the industry. And it's individual organizations, the industry as a whole, and partnering with others such as government agencies and departments to utilize their resources, such as threat data, and their law enforcement assets. So really this is a call to action for a whole new paradigm to address the cybersecurity risk that we're facing. What do you think the impact of this Anthem breach will be on the affected consumers, and what should they be doing right now? Well, of course, Marianne, this is very concerning to the patient or consumers that were affected. Most, if not all, companies who have a breach offer the affected parties credit monitoring services. Here, Anthem also mentioned providing identity protection services, which I think is helpful, and consumers should monitor all of their financial activity. In this attack, the hackers reportedly gained access to social security numbers, medical ID numbers, income data, names, addresses, birth dates, etc. In the early press, it was also stated the hackers didn't access credit card information or health-related information. So let's dissect that. The The fact that the hackers didn't get access to credit card data may not be especially significant to most victims because any fraud using those credit cards would likely be detected by the card issuer and the consumer would likely be issued new cards. If the hackers did not access health data, for example, if it was encrypted or it just wasn't stored there, then that breach might not be covered by HIPAA. The compromise of the social security number, medical ID number, income data, etc., could be indicative of a threat motivator related to financial or medical identity theft. So back to the consumer then. In its communications to the affected parties, Anthem has done what I haven't seen before, especially this early on. As I said, in many cases, organizations provide notification and simply offer credit monitoring type services. But in this case, they're also giving the affected parties some information on ways to monitor for unusual activity, in particular, such as the possibility of social engineering attacks against those parties, where the hackers use information they gained in the recent attack to reach out to the victim in an effort to get additional information. 
So consumers should heed this advice and be on the lookout for suspicious activities such as emails, other contacts where they may be performing a social engineering attack and trying to get additional information. So here there are things that the consumer or the patient affected parties can continue to do to make sure there isn't further damage done as far as their information and, and be careful that they're not providing additional information to parties that they do not know. Now, do you get a sense that the general public is starting to get breach fatigue? And if so, what are the risks involved with that if consumers become too complacent? I don't think they are getting breach fatigue. I know that occasionally we hear about these breaches and they get a notification. They also sometimes have experiences with their credit card companies where they're told there has been some fraud and they get a card replaced. I think it is really that they are expecting organizations to protect their data and when there is a breach, given some recourse and remediation to deal with it. So I think they realize that this does occasionally happen and they listen and they they try to make sure that they understand what happened and what they need to do. I don't believe that there is breach fatigue. I think these kinds of actions that are taken from organizations such as Anthem are beneficial to them and believe that they will follow that. Now, Lisa, what do you think the potential impact of this Anthem hack will have on the healthcare sector and also other industries? I think it's part of a larger picture where we are learning that we are incurring some serious high-profile attacks against specific sectors, specific organizations. And I think it's a wake-up call for the industry as a whole and for our work that we do with our peers and with the government. We all need to come together to work on what is a long-term challenge, the real, real threat of cybersecurity intrusions. And this is a set of battles every day in a long-term war to protect our data assets and our patients or, in other cases, customers. So it's another in a series of events that I think are a wake-up call or a call to action for us to come together and address these kinds of threats in a more sophisticated and productive way in which we're sharing information and really understanding the threats that we're dealing with. Lisa, I also wanted to go back to something we were discussing earlier about some media reports said that this was not a HIPAA breach. OCR has said that social security numbers and names and addresses of people are still considered protected health information under HIPAA. So even though there is no signs yet, I guess, that medical diagnoses and credit cards were involved here, this would still be a potential HIPAA breach, I suppose. Any advice to organizations about that kind of sort of confusion? Do they think that maybe, you know, certain data is not under the radar of regulators because it's not HIPAA protected? But is there some confusion there still, you think? Well, I think that we could clarify that. And I think the other challenge is that we don't know early on always exactly what was accessed. And when you look at the set of data that was accessed, you can determine whether it's covered by any specific regulation that would require any specific action on the part of the organization, such as notification to the, to the victim as well as notification to HHS. So I think where we think there may be misunderstandings, OCR could clarify that. That would be helpful. And I also think that it's challenging because early on you don't always know exactly what sets of data were accessed. So part of it will be the analysis that they do, and that has to be done within a specific reporting time period. 
So yeah, both both of those things come into play. You know, do we understand what the regulation is, and then also do we know what was accessed, especially within the first couple of days? And those things need to come together into notification that's compliant with the regulation, but also working with the victims to to understand what the future risk is to them based on the uh, the data that was actually accessed. So now, again, it's still early on, but if there's like one lesson that you would hope that the healthcare sector would learn from this Anthem incident so far, what would that be? I think that we need to have a very near-term focus on understanding this cyber threat that we're facing and the kinds of things that we can do to address it, including threat and vulnerability information monitoring, including information sharing with our peers and with our government partners, and to understand that this is uh, something that we have to focus on every day. So you don't sort of just do a risk analysis and, and be done, but you're actually monitoring for risks and threats every day. And, you know, that's part of what we have to do to protect the data assets that we have. So it's really time to come together on an approach to deal with cyber threat across the industry. Thanks, Lisa. I've been speaking to security expert Lisa Gallagher. I'm Marianne Kolbasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.